it just makes me want to set myself on fire. that has disappeared for oh so long and I am back. A lot of people have reached out asking where I have gone and what I've been doing and why I stopped the podcast and uh, I wanted to sit down and give you guys an honest answer and it is COVID. Like the rest of humanity, COVID has been taking a toll on me. I am an extrovert and I thrive on seeing friends and family. At the end of a long week, I like to go out, have a fire, have some drinks and visit my friends. But with COVID, that hasn't been possible. Manitoba's been in lockdown after lockdown. And first it was, you know, don't leave the house order in last March and all essential businesses shut down and the work from home order was put in place, which was great for the first little bit because, you know, you don't have to wake up early. You don't have to deal with Winnipeg traffic. You just, you know, wake up, make some coffee, wander over to your home office and start work. Um, and if you don't want to stand in line in the grocery store forever, now is the best time to treat yourself with, um, DoorDash and skip the dishes, whatever you want to order from for your contact list delivery and everyone's schedule stops. So all of a sudden, like FaceTimes and Zoom meetings were things because all the time we could, all of a sudden we couldn't run from activity to activity. So grab your wine and be silly. And, um, you know, during March, it was all new and my mood was still good. And April was a bit of a hard month just because it was my birthday and like millions of people I, I couldn't celebrate. And that was a little bit harsh because I had really wanted to go back to um, Lethbridge to see my friends and it just wasn't happening. Um, you know, and then in June, we got like this little bit of hope and we saw restrictions lift and we were able to, you know, see people and do things and I went on a tinder date and a year later here I am celebrating uh my anniversary with uh my girlfriend and uh all because you know we were able to go out for that one little bit and boom uh the world opened and it was great and got to go see the forks and have fun and um you know it was you started feeling life again And then as fast as it came, it's as fast as it went. And we basically got told, go to home, go to work. You can see one person if you live alone. But other than that, you know, don't pass go. Don't collect $200. Um, My goals of going back to Alberta faded. And that really made me sad because I'd been working really hard on myself. And I wanted to kind of, you know, show everyone like, hey, like, I'm doing better mentally, physically, all of it. I'm doing so much better. And uh, then, honestly, I hit COVID burnout. And uh, I just went into, like, this lucrative state of I'm not sad and I'm not happy and I just, I am what I am. And I kind of lost all my passions and it was just, you know, I wake up and you know I go to work and then I come home and you know there's nothing 
new or exciting to report. There's no life stories to reflect on and share with you guys. And that's how I do the podcast a lot is just like, hey, this was a life experience and I want to talk to you about it. And this is, you know, what we're going to talk about today. And so a lot of me lost that passion, even though there is still tons of stuff in mental health to talk to you guys about. I just kind of shut down. I didn't feel like anything was really important because it was like, you know, you can't do anything in the world. But uh, that's bullshit because the world is still spinning and mental health is more important than ever. And I am lucky enough to have a platform and I need to realize that I should utilize the platform that I have. And so I drank my last bottle of wine at my pity party and I cleaned up all the paper plates and I popped the balloons and everything's in the garbage bag in the backyard waiting for um, someone to come pick it up. And now I am feeling better than I have in a long time. I got a brand new job um, working for the government, which is awesome. And I got into my accounting field with it, which is even more awesome. And my days are busy and it's kind of respunked me with um, the joy of life. And then to top off the joy of life, it is my favorite month besides my birthday month, which is pride. Because anytime I can run around screaming, sounds gay, I'm in. We all know that I'm freaking there. And so I know that one of the nice things about COVID has been that people have actually had to sit down and had time without society pressuring them to be conformative, to sit down and think about who they are and the way they want to truly identify and represent themselves in the world. And it's been such a beautiful thing, Um, like Elliot Page coming out, showing his journey, being amazing, being on time, making headwaves and his interview with Oprah and the Disclosure documentary on Netflix and all these amazing things in the queer community. And yes, I am very excited. And that noise that you hear is me being excited and hitting my notebook because anyone who has met me in real life knows when I get excited, I hit whoever or whatever is beside me. So I can imagine right now all my friends are actually like, listening to this and slowly flinching and being very grateful that they are not sitting beside me. So, um, sorry, my mouth is not used to all this talking, so we had to take a a twisted tea break. So, my friends, you're all wondering what she is going to go off on, and you know, and I know, that I'm about to go off on a whole lot. And we're going to start with gender because a lot of people have been talking about gender and wondering about their gender. And this is one of the things where I personally have not struggled with because I am very comfortable in my body. I am very feminine in my ways. I have never question my gender and that makes me very fortunate and very lucky that I you know have never had that stress to try and figure it out you know 
I couldn't imagine how hard it is to figure out. I know how hard it was me just to figure out my sexuality, never mind my sexuality and then my gender and how those things tie in and then tie in the social constructs of everything and then tie in having to come out 72 billion times twice or three times or whatever it is like the dauntingness the weight of it would be uncontrollable and so I kind of wanted to cover a little bit about gender just through research um and so I did what I do and I hopped on the googles and uh, I learned a little bit of things and I'm hoping that this information will help people and encourage people to go look um, up stuff or reach out to your local pride committee and send out a message to a queer chat and just start the gender conversation. So <clears throat> number one. Gender is used to describe the characteristics of women and men. Gender differs from society, from society and changes over time. Gender wasn't used biologically until 1955 when sexologist John Money introduced it. However, the term gender didn't become widespread until 1970s when the feminist theory brought it in and you want to know why the feminists brought it in to show that friggin men are getting paid way more and have better social standards and constructs than fucking women and that we were making 70 goddamn cents on their mother freaking dollar so then the term gender started getting used to show inequality and now they use it still as a way of inequality because now they think that gender needs to be such a fucking construct when it doesn't and that was never the damn point of it the point was it of it was to show the unfairness in social status and favoritism <laughs> Berkowitz wrote the gender order in the overall, men dominate women in terms of empowerment and privilege. As a profile and potential avenue by which manipulation of social perceptions and expressions manifest reality, specifically how women are typically oppressed by men with social construct. So, even research shows that the reason all this gender came into play is literally to show how there is the divide between men and women and it does not have any fucking way to show how you represent masculinity or femininity. It has to do with misogyny and unequal pay and ethics and rights. So regardless of birth, gender has um, roughly 64 ways people can identify. 64 genders. If people want to say, oh, well, there's only two genders. No, my friend. That is incorrect. There are only... No, that's not even true because there's three sexes because 
there's the Y chromosome, the XY chromosome, and there's intersex. So even that argument flies out the fucking door. So gender, there is 64 ways that you can gender identify, and no one gets to tell you how to identify. No one gets to tell you what your pronouns are. No one gets to tell you if you get to want to dress masculine one day, feminine next day, non-binary. If you want to be ace, if you want to be pan, whatever you want to identify as. Corporations need to fucking stop with the unnecessary gendering of items. And the irony, the absolute irony, is that corporations took it upon themselves to change the original fucking colors of genders, of male and female assigned colors. Originally, blues and greens were female. And pinks and purples were male. And then someone turned around and fucking said, no, 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 let's change it because these are softer colors and women are supposed to be softer. Which is bullshit because women can do anything a man can do and more. And the gendering of stuff is bullshit. You do not need to be a certain gender to give birth or have a period. Any gender can give birth and have a period if you have a uterus, an ovaries that work. Because not even people who identify as a certain gender can do those things. So don't fucking box the box. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? I thought it was funny. I'm sorry if you didn't, but I had the opportunity. So research. Um, Ivan Coyote is this amazing, 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 amazing queer author. And I have had the honor of meeting them and I fucking love them, and I've got to interact with them, and I cannot recommend their books enough because they helped me learn so much when my ex-spouse was going through their gender identity stuff. So I wanted to learn about gender to understand what they were feeling, and I have had a lot of friends go from um, female to male. I haven't had a lot of friends that I know go, oh no, I guess I, I have had male to female and female to male. E regardless, there are so many resources out there. Look up these books. Look up is literally panicking. Here it is. Ooh, there it is. I'm going to say this. So the book is called Beyond the Gender Binary. It is amazing. 
and it is by Alok Vade Menon. And I am very, very, very sorry for the butchering of that name. I cannot apologize enough, but that is also another book that I would 20 out of 10 recommend. These are some books that have helped me in my research. And, um, you know, if you want to help with the gender, first of all, let's not assume anyone's gender. Let's not fucking do that. And let's normalize pronoun asking. Hi, my name's Carissa. I am she, her. What's your name and pronouns? That fucking easy. Even Instagram now has made a pronoun page. A spot in your bio so if you haven't done that go do it because it's fucking awesome do it on your facebook make it a normal part of this conversation it should literally be like saying hi i'm chris i'm an aries and you're gonna judge me because i'm an aries and everyone can tell that i'm an aries because i am but the point is it's just it should just be a fucking normal conversation it has nobody's business on what someone's gender is It does not hurt literally anybody. In fact, it fucking saves lives to feel free, to be comfortable in your own body. And gender will change because guess what? We change and we evolve and our identities evolve. And so you don't have to pick and glue yourself to gender. You don't have to pick and glue yourself to sexuality because everything changes and everything evolves. So right now, if you feel comfortable with your pronouns, or you're thinking about changing them, try them. Try them out, because if you are surrounded by love and support and you have found your village, then go for it. If you don't have your village yet, um, reach out on social media. Find queer posts on TikTok. Start communicating through those. Start communicating on Instagram and Facebook groups and Discord and reach out to your local pride committees. Calgary Pride Committee. I think there's a place called, uh, oh, what is that place? Stonewalk? And here there's the Aurora Place in Winnipeg. And, you know, there are resources and don't be afraid to look it up because remember, everybody, All computers have a clear search history, so no one can find out what you're looking for. Please use responsibly only for um, things about gender and sexuality. Let's not abuse the system too much, folks. Be responsible. But that is my rant on gender and my little bit of information of basically, fuck the social contract. It wasn't meant to be there. The, you know, gender is just fluid. It is fluid it is liquid and be comfortable in your own skin because baby you were born this way